It's Sunday morning of week 11. We need to get the fuck going with this, so let's do it. Doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 and over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy. Yeah, the write-up got out early, a little bit late. Uh, I fell asleep while writing it, so sorry about that. Sorry about the delays, but we do have it out. I had all the players actually put into the write-up uh, when I ended up passing out. It was just the bulk of the writing that needed to get done. So that was neither here nor there. I got it. I got up at 4 o'clock this morning and finished it all out just so I could get it out at a decent amount of time. Uh, it's going to be kind of a more spread out uh, ownership type week except for one position in particular, especially on FanDuel. And that is uh, quarterback uh, Taysom Hill, who is expected to start today for the New Orleans Saints against the Atlanta Falcons. It's a smash spot there. Whether or not you want to use him in cash is going to be kind of the question over on Yahoo and uh, uh, DK, but he is at fantastic value over there if you want to take a shot. Now, it's going to be a little bit risky over there uh, for the quarterback spots, but on FanDuel, where he is a tight end, I basically said it you are basically playing super flex where you can have two quarterbacks in your lineup at FanDuel and you would be really fucking stupid not to take the shot on it. Even if he fails, everybody's going to fail with you. Uh, if he has <clears throat> a really good game where he kind of explodes out there, uh, you are going to be kind of uh, left on an island Uh attempting to try and fight that off. So it's kind of the whole quote-unquote free square, as they like to say in the industry, uh, at tight end. So go ahead and put him in there uh, on FanDuel and just take it and just deal with it. Uh, if you want to run another tight end somewhere you know, in your flex, <clears throat> I'm not opposed to it. Um, but, I mean, you're going to take the value at 4500 uh, 28th priced tight end over there on FanDuel. Uh, so, yeah, we took care of that. So let's go up here to the top then for the quarterbacks. We're talking about Justin Herbert. 8,500, 35, and 6,800. Good for second, second, and third across the board here. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how you can't start, you can't start there at quarterback since the Jets are 32nd in pass defense DVOA and 29th in points allowed to the quarterback position. Herbert's gotten the job done week in and week out, even when the Chargers have you know failed to get the wins. So um, I'll be starting there at my quarterback and working the way down and working my way down as the lineup kind of allows it, fitting other guys in. Um, but there is a ton of value, uh, very good value. <clears throat> at the wide receiver position and running backs. So, um, 
Yeah, the, it's going to allow you to pay up at a couple of spots here. Matt Ryan is actually next year coming off the bye week, going against the New Orleans Saints, 7,831 and 6,300, good for 6th, 7th, and 8th. Priced quarterbacks. Uh, matchup doesn't look great on paper with Saints being 6th and past defense DVOA if you listen to the podcast yesterday. Uh, this is where I kind of fucked up. There was some weird thing uh, with Atlanta being on a bye. I kind of fucked that up. So I do apologize on that, but it is a very good spot for him. Uh, 13th and points allowed to quarterbacks, but you need to look past the numbers themselves. Uh, Saints faced two incompetent passing offenses the last three weeks in the 49ers and the Bears and owned Tom Brady for whatever reason uh, they own Tom Brady, which I don't care. It's great. Uh, anytime Tom Brady can fail, I am very pleased about it. So, but the Saints are a really good run defense, which is going to funnel the offense through the pass, and that means plenty of opportunities for Matt Ryan. He has his full complement of pass targets available, and that's what we like with Matt Ryan. When somebody's missing, that's when we tend to have to kind of pull off of Matt Ryan. Deshaun Watson is next at 7,731 and 6,500, good for 7th, 7th, and 6th. I'd honestly rather use Matt Ryan this week since the cost is so close. But I can't deny how well that Deshaun Watson has played lately, and his price has actually come down considerably. And that's due to the slate itself. <clears throat> he was up towards the upper, you know, the top five price quarterbacks, so he's come down a, a bit. But I would rather use him naked against a Patriots defense that is 30th and pass defense DVOA. Uh, but only fifth in points allowed to the quarterback position. Now, if you look at what happened with Lamar Jackson last week, uh, you do see that quarterbacks that can move actually do have success against this defense. So, and, and we've seen this <clears throat> all the way through the season. You know, uh, Russell Wilson, for one, would be another example of this. I do believe that the Patriots will try to take Will Fuller out. Uh, so I see the targets getting evenly spread out amongst the pass catchers, which is why there's no pairing I have for him this week. Uh, we are also watching for cornerback uh, Stephon Gilmore to see if he is activated for the first time in a couple of weeks. So if Stephon Gilmore is out there and he's out there, he's healthy, uh, he can cover Will Fuller. Uh, Will Fuller is not elite. I only will use elite wide receivers against uh, Stephon Gilmore when he is playing. Uh, we talked about Taysom Hill, so we can move on to the GPP. The only one GPP quarterback, and he, honestly, he could be a cash game quarterback this week, and that's Ben Roethlisberger. $8,000, 32 and 6700 good for fifth, fourth, and fourth. Uh like I said, he's really more of a cash slash GPP play, but historically I don't trust Ben in cash because he doesn't hit the line that I want him to hit consistently. The value targets, right? The 3X, 4X. So facing a, and it's not because of Ben. It's more, it has more to do with the fact that they're just kind of blowing out these teams. Um, so there is a possibility that the Steelers running game could get involved here. Um Jaguars defense, 31st in pass defense DVOA, 30th in points allowed to the quarterback position. Um, <clears throat> the reason why I choose Ben Roethlisberger over, say, a guy like James Conner is just plain and simple. I mean, James Conner has just really shit the bed the last couple of weeks, right, in very good matchups. So while everybody else is just kind of like, oh, well, they're going to blow out you know, the Jaguars, well, how are they going to get there? If I don't have trust in the running game to get the job done, where am I going to go? 
What makes sense? How are they going to blow out the Jacksonville Jaguars? Well, it's going to be through the arm of Ben Roethlisberger, in my opinion. And we saw it last week. We saw we saw the week before against the Cowboys. We have talked about this the last couple of weeks, that Ben has been the better option. The passing offense has been the better way to go when it comes with the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're playing in Jacksonville, no real uh, concerns with weather, uh, anything like that. So uh, for me, it's it's Ben Roethlisberger. I'm going to have shares, uh, probably a lot of shares, of Ben Roethlisberger in my GPP lineups. Sunday night football option, I do think that you can look at Patrick Mahomes. That, that game could be stacked up on uh, Yahoo <clears throat> now you will pay a hell of a premium on him as he's thirty nine dollars, so that's one dollar uh, below what the usual max price is. Um, Raiders defense is nineteenth in pass defense DVOA uh, and twenty second in points allowed to the quarterback position. Both numbers are kind of skewed based on how the game played out with the Denver Broncos last week. You know they destroyed Drew Locke and that offense. So <clears throat> that really helped out their numbers, and I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not shared. I'm not shared to take a late shot. I'm not scared to take a late shot on the Chiefs' offense this week. Um, but that is Yahoo only. We know you've uh, on the spreadsheet. I'm not going to be able to put the new spreadsheet out um, or uh, updated spreadsheet out. Is we just are? I'm running out of time here um, to get stuff done. Maybe I'll put something out. I don't know for the late, the later slate for you know the late afternoon and stuff. So everybody's got something, but uh, pretty much the spreadsheet is good to go. Um, we will get into something in the wide receivers for the late game though that I I missed this morning. So uh, running backs, how can you not look at Delvin Cook? Very expensive though, ten thousand five hundred. Uh, 40 and 9,000, good for first, first, and what? Third, third, highest priced running back over on DK, okay. Uh, they are, there are actually people trying to tell, talk people off a of cook, and I get it because of the price, but, uh, <clears throat> and he isn't technically a quote-unquote must-play for cash, but he is facing a Cowboys defense that's 28th in rush defense DVOA, 23rd in points allowed to the RB position. He's definitely a guy you need to look at because we know that the Vikings uh, would prefer to run all day rather than let Cousins throw. I am going to try and fit Dalvin Cook in my cash game lineups. There's, Like I said, there's a ton of value. Uh, it's all going to come down whether or not I want to fit a certain wide receiver in. To be completely honest with you, we'll get to him uh, later in here. Uh, but Dalvin Cook... Uh, is a guy that I'm going to try to fit in, especially on FanDuel, where you know it's it's pretty easy to fit most of your guys that you want. Miles Sanders is next for the Philadelphia Eagles, seventy seven hundred twenty five and sixty nine hundred dollars, eighth, ninth, and seventh. He got the touches last week. He just didn't get the touchdowns, which went to uh, both Boston Scott and Corey Clement. Eagles would be wise to lean on Sanders in this matchup with the Cleveland Browns. Brown, uh, Cleveland is 18th in DVOA rush defense, 31st in DVOA versus running backs in the passing game. Really good spot. 
They are 10th in points allowed to the RB position, but Sanders is good enough. I consider him, you know, right on the cusp of being elite. Uh, is good enough running back to get the job done here and get a touchdown or two at a reduced price that all the sites should be ashamed of. He should be a top five option this week, and I don't know why he's not. Next on the list, we have Mike Davis for the Carolina Panthers, and I know a lot of people are going to go on this spot here, but 7,420 and 6,800, good for 10th, 20th on Yahoo, uh, and 8th. I fully admit that he hasn't been great, but, I mean, you that should keep his ownership low versus the Lions defense. 27th in rush defense DVOA, 30th in DVOA versus running back in the passing game, while 32nd in points allowed to opposing running backs. That has been pretty standard. Uh, on FanDuel and DraftKings, I get it if you don't want to pay up for him, but the price on Yahoo is too good to pass up, in my opinion. So Yahoo, he's more of a kind of a lock button play. Uh, $20 for a starting running back in a, in a smash spot. Um, is something that you really need to consider there. Uh, most of your upper-end running backs will be up about $30 or higher, so you're getting a hell of a discount on him. Naheem Hines comes in next for the Indianapolis Colts, 6100 19 and 5200 Good for 21st, 21st, and 29th. It's a little risky only because of the Colts' backfield We've dealt with this all season, but if I'm seeing the numbers correctly, uh, this will be a high spot with Taylor and Wilkins taking very little away from him. They just don't want to use Jonathan Taylor for whatever fucking reason. Um, Jordan Wilkins hasn't really been effective the last couple of weeks. It's been Hines that's really taken advantage of everything. So uh, it's a smash spot, if I'm correct on this, since the Packers are 22nd in rush defense DVOA and 22nd in DVOA versus running back in the passing game. They are also 30th in points allowed to the running back position. It's going to be a very hard-fought game on both sides, and it's going to be hard to pass up on the spot since it has come through each and every week. Um, he's going to be highly involved. Game's going to stay close. I, you know I'm a Packers fan, so I'm going to always say the Packers are going to win on here, but um, <clears throat> very much uh, the, the Indianapolis Colts are very much in play here uh, to get the job done and beat the Green Bay Packers in Indianapolis. Salvin Ahmed is next, 5,600, 17, and 4,800, good for 30th, 26th, and 35th. It's hard to not like this kid who's been running hard for the Dolphins since being elevated from the practice squad two weeks ago. Denver's rush defense has been fading quickly the past two weeks, and now they are 17th in rush defense DVOA and 6th in DVOA versus running back in the passing game. Uh, that's a key. Uh, they are now 19th in points allowed to the position. Matt Breida is back this week. But I did say that he shouldn't slow Ahmed down uh, much as he will be the guy who gets the ball at the goal line. The other key is that Matt Breida will only be effective in the passing game, not in the running game. So <clears throat> Salvin uh, Ahmed, like the kid, the kid's from uh, uh, Washington, um, we talked, me and Paul Burkholz talked about him during draft season, uh, like the kid, if he got the opportunity and needed to find the right spot, this seems to be the right spot. They let Jordan Howard go because of this kid before last week's game. So this kid is going to be their early down back at least until uh miles gaskin gets back but i in my opinion salvin Ahmed has actually played better 
in terms of being an actual running back, you know, on the ground, he's actually played better than Miles Gaskins. So I'd like to see him actually continue to keep that role. Carry on Johnson is next. Now this is a little bit risk again. I see Johnson getting the swift role though, uh, while Peterson plods along with his ten touches. Oh, I should say here forty eight hundred ten ten dollars on Yahoo, so bare minimum price, and four thousand over on DK. Good for fifty first, fifty third, and forty third. Huge value against the Panthers defense that we know is 25th in rush defense DVOA, 28th in DVOA versus the running back in the passing game, while 29th in points allowed to opposing running backs. Play has some risk to it, but it makes too much sense uh, that with Swift out, it elevates carry-on, who has been good when he's had the touches. So it's a risk because you can't really see it based on the target sheet, right? But we do have Swift out with the concussion, uh, we've seen Peterson's carries dwindle week by week. They've already talked that they really are, you know, they're happy that carry on, uh, hasn't really gotten beaten up this season, right? He's got fresh legs. So I'm taking that for its word that carry-on's going to be heavily involved. This isn't going to be a full Peterson game. It can't be a full Peterson game. They have. This is going to be kind of an upper-paced game, uh, in my opinion. Or maybe not upper-paced, but you know, a higher-scoring game than usual uh, because Detroit and Washington both match up pretty well with one another uh, in terms of letting, in terms of offense. So... Last but certainly not least, at least in the cash, this is going to be completely cash last GPP plays, okay? They're both borderline, and this is Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick. Uh, Antonio Gibson, 6,500, 19, and 5,800, good for 16, 21st, and 19th. Uh, J.D. McKissick, 5,600, 16, and 5,200, good for 30th, 29th, and 29th. I did put here that I put them on the end for a reason. It's because they're the borderline cash last GPP plays. They face a Bengals defense, 21st in DVOA, rush defense, 18th in DVOA versus the running back in the passing game, while 16th in points allowed to the RB position. I see this game staying close, which is good for Gibson, but keeps McKissick in play. If the douche canoes get behind, it benefits McKissick because quarterback Alex Smith trusts him more in the passing game. That's a big key. Gibson is more of a GPP play this week, and McKissick is good for cash because he has more avenues to succeed while being at a lower cost. So McKissick, definitely, when you're looking over on, say, DK, which is the full point PPR, is probably the more preferred uh, cash spot for him. Uh, Gibson does have um, a lot of value. Uh, I think he is a very good play, and this could be completely, you know, split. You know, between both the guys, it's going to be completely split. I can't find anything that doesn't tell me that this isn't going to be, you know, 15 for this guy, 15 for this guy in terms of touches. So <clears throat> you either are taking a shot on one or the other. Both of them are actually in play. So if you want to be sneaky about it you could play both of them or you just don't touch them whatsoever you just say fuck it and move on i'm just not going to mess with the mix 
That's how you're going to play these two. But you have to make that decision. If you think they're too risky, completely skip it. It's not going to kill you. GPP, we do have one Alvin Kamara. 9,700, 34, and 9,200. Good for third, third, and second. No matter if it's Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston at quarterback, it means we will see a ton of Kamara involvement with Breeze on IR. It's a little risky, not only because of the matchup where the Falcons are 7th in DVOA rush defense and 21st in DVOA versus running back in the passing game, while 4th in points allowed to opposing running backs. Should see a ton of check down passes, much like he did last week. I do believe that they're going to move him out in the slot a little bit more uh, like they have been. Um He's going to be heavily involved. It's just with the matchup whatsoever, there's no real history of him going off against Atlanta. If somebody's fucking telling you that, they're lying. Okay? Kamara tends to be a point of emphasis for the Atlanta Falcons defense. That's why he's in GPP, plus the just the high cost for the play and the uncertainty there. That's why... He's in GPP. Derrick Henry is also in GPP, 8,232 and 8,000. Good for fourth, fourth, and fourth. Terrible matchup on paper as the Ravens are third in rush defense DVOA and 16th in DVOA versus the running backs in the passing game, while seventh in points allowed to the RB position. He went off on this defense in last season's playoffs, and if the Titans want to win this game, they will have to feed Henry heavily to get the job done. And that's why I included him in GPP. It's a hell of a pivot off of Cook or Sanders to fit him into your lineup. And to be honest, I will have trouble. I will honestly have trouble pulling the trigger, meaning putting him in one of my lineups. Uh, but I will remind myself to have at least one share at his cost. That is a complete pivot. In my opinion, if you're going to go two top ends, you're probably going, hmm, I would probably say Cook. I would go Cook and Henry. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't yell at anybody if they put if they made it Sanders and Henry. If you went that way, but uh, yeah, I mean it's a very tough spot. Running backs have been okay. We did see that last week. You know, teams that really want to run the game, uh, run the ball, uh, they've had success against the defense like New England last week. So. Uh, I'll consider, I will consider him. I will try to put in one share. Um, if you want to completely fade on there though, I completely understand. Uh, Sunday night football options, Josh Jacobs and Devonte Booker. Uh, if you want to game stack the late game, then consider both running backs for your lineup as they should be incredibly busy versus a chiefs defense as 30th and rush defense DVOA 29th and DVOA versus running back in the passing game while 22nd in points allowed to the RB position. Uh, Jalen Richard is questionable for this game. And to be honest with you, they don't really need him because Booker has really picked up the pace as Josh Jacobs backup. Uh, Jacobs coming in at $25 on Yahoo, good for ninth. Booker coming in at $14, good for 35th. Both guys are in play. Uh, no if ands, or buts. Kansas City is going to try and put the ass whooping on the Raiders. Okay, so that means that the Raiders are going to be playing from behind, which means plenty of pass targets, which benefits Booker 
more than Josh Jacobs, but Jacobs has been involved in that passing game. So definitely take a look at the target sheets. It's all there for you. Uh, we, we are moving on to wide receiver. Number one, always going to be probably number one in cash because he's always going to be the highest priced wide receiver here is one Devontae Adams, 9,500, 38, and 8,600. Uh, not a great matchup on paper, and you probably won't be able to afford him in cash, but I will. I would say get at least one share in GPP. Uh, facing a Colts defense, 16th in DVOA versus a wide receiver, one seventh in points allowed to the position as a whole. The key here is that he faces a familiar quarterback in Xavier Rhodes, who ha- he has absolutely crushed in years past. Uh, while he was in Minnesota. Rodgers doesn't give a fuck who is covering Adams. He's throwing him the football. So you're going to get a shitload of targets. It's just whether or not you want to attack the harder matchup and at his price. Like I said, it's going to come down to lineup build. You're probably not going to be able to afford him, uh, but he is worthy of cash. So you definitely have to consider it, but I don't think he's a must fit in there. Uh, Julio Jones, 8,100, 28, and 7,500. Good for third, fourth, and second. Julio faces Saints defense, 19th in DVOA versus wide receiver one, 20th in points allowed to the wide receiver position. Uh, he is supposed to face uh, quarterback Marshawn Lattimore this week, who is getting beat on this season, but Lattimore is questionable this week, which would make the matchup even sweeter. It's Julio Jones over Calvin Ridley for me. Uh, if you look at the price points on there, um, Calvin Ridley does make the offense go, but uh, Julio Jones has been pretty stable week in and week out, even with and without Calvin Ridley there. Uh, so I'm with their price points being as close as what they are, Julio actually gets a bump up for me versus Calvin Ridley coming off injury, even though they had the bye week. The next guy is the guy that I want to try and fit in at wide receiver. And that's Keenan Allen for the LA Chargers, 8,025 and 7,400. Good for fourth, ninth, and third. Keenan just gets it done and faces the Jets defense that is 28th in DVOA versus wide receiver one, 23rd in points allowed to wide receivers as a whole. Probably, like I said, probably the payup wide receiver you want in cash this week if he can't. So he's still moderately priced, especially over on Yahoo. I don't know why he's only $25 over there. He should be in the $30 range. <clears throat> it's ridiculous. So. Uh, He is the guy that I want to try and fit in there. If I can't fit him in there, uh, I do have the pivot for that one. Uh, Terry McLaurin is next, 7,300, 25, and 6,900. His price is coming up, but there's no denying the targets he gets no matter who is that quarterback for the douche canoes. The Bengals are fifth in DVOA versus wide receiver one, but are 26 in points allowed to the wide receiver position. He does face off against uh, cornerback William Jackson, who I respect. It's a it's it's not the best matchup, but McLaurin will get free in the secondary. And quarterback Alex Smith looks at him. He is the first target read on every pass play that the douche canoes have. All right, here's a guy who's going to return to the cash game uh, talk here, and that's one Jamison Crowder for the Jets. 6,617 and 6,100. Good for 15th, 32nd on Yahoo, 11th. So this is kind of more of a Yahoo cash play for me. 
I've heard all the talk that Flacco prefers Perriman. But if you look back at the couple of games earlier this season that Flacco did start or and or played in, he had a love affair with Crowder too. We like to attack the middle. This is this is my key on this, okay? And you hear this every week. We like to attack the middle of the Chargers defense with tight ends and slot wide receivers. Well, the Jets don't really have a tight end. So that leaves Crowder, who faces L.A. defense that is 28th in DVOA versus the wide receiver 2 and is ninth in points allowed to the wide receivers as a whole. Faces cornerback Trayvon Campbell in the slot, and that's a bonus. Okay, The Jets are going to be playing from behind. No matter what anybody sells you, the Chargers are not getting away from the Jets. The Jets are going to fight. They're going to fight and fight and fight for whatever fucking reason. Can we get Adam Gase fired already? They're going to fight to the end, which means that Flacco is going to be throwing, throwing, throwing. So you have to consider Crowder on the other side, uh, especially if you're going to line up, say, a Charger stack. Uh, Crowder would be the piece that I would put on the other end to try and keep the momentum going, okay? T. Higgins is next. We love T. Higgins here at the Doghouse. Uh, 6,500, 17, and 5,900. Good for 15th, 32nd, and 15th. Way underpriced on Yahoo. I don't have a ton of love for this game, but if there's one piece that I like here, it's Higgins. Faces the Dushkanu's defense that is 23rd in DVOA. I did this wrong. He's not facing the douche canoes. Oh, yeah, he is. Duh. What am I talking about? What you talking about, Willis? Oh, my God. I totally got screwed up here. I got screwed up here, and I shouldn't have gotten screwed up here. Uh, douche canoes defense, 23rd in DVOA versus the wide receiver one. Second in points allowed to the wide receiver position. So it's a tough matchup, right? Uh, he does match up with quarterback Ronald Darby, who he should have no trouble with. And quarterback uh, Joe Burrow is going to sling it to him no matter how tight the coverage is. So... Uh, T. Higgins, especially over on Yahoo, uh, value wide receiver, value, value, value wide receivers in good spots. Okay, this is this is our key this week, um, especially on the other sites outside of FanDuel. I mean, FanDuel, you're getting the value at your tight end position already. So, uh, but T. Higgins definitely is going to see a lot of my lineups. Deontay Johnson comes in next for the Pittsburgh Steelers, 6,400, 18, and 5,900. Good for 19th, 28th, and 15th. Again, Yahoo, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, when he finishes the game, he is one of the most consistent pass catchers in the game. Faces the Jaguars' pass defense, 13th in DVOA versus wide receiver one, and cornerback in Sidney Jones, who is okay. Uh, but the Steelers will move Johnson around against lesser corners. Jaguars are also 25th in points allowed to the wide receiver position, so I will have a few shares uh, Deontay Johnson in cash. Robbie Anderson for the Carolina Panthers, 6,322 and 6,000. Good for 22nd, 15th, and 13th. So this is a good fan duel play here for uh, value. No matter if Bridgewater or Walker are in at quarterback this week, it lines up as a good spot for Robbie. Lions are 25th in DVOA versus wide receiver two, 15th in points allowed to the wide receiver position. He will be matched up with quarterback Amani. Aru Rarari. <laughs> That's just the way I'm going to say it all fucking year. Aru Rarari, who we like to attack. So Robbie Anderson. So it doesn't matter if PJ Walker is in there, you know, because Bridgewater can't go, which it sounds like is going to happen here. Um, 
PJ Walker and Robbie Anderson actually played together in Temple for Coach Matt Rule. So there should be a connection here. Uh, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities uh, to just go ahead and trust that one there. But uh, next guy on here, Jacoby Myers for the New England Patriots. 6,022 and 4,900. That's good for 26, 15th, and 31. Outside of Yahoo, this is going to be actually pretty much a lock here. Um, because Jacoby is Cam Newton's guy. He's cheap as shit in a great matchup versus Texas. Houston is 26 in DVOA versus the wide receiver two and 22nd in points allowed to the wide receiver position. You add in cornerback Vernon Hargreaves in coverage, and this is a lock button spot for Myers. It's science, okay? Here's your pivot guy off of Keenan Allen. Uh, if you cannot afford him, you can pay down for one Michael Williams for the LA Chargers. 5,900, 17, and 5,100. Good for 27th, 32nd, and 29th. I would only use him in cash if you can't afford Keenan Allen, though. Okay. Jets are 31st in DVOA versus the wide receiver, two. The only issue is that he can be a little boomer bust, but if paying up elsewhere for safety, I would definitely think about putting him in your lineup this week as he won't see a better matchup than cornerback Blasson Austin. So uh, definitely in a stack, I am going with uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams in there and then coming back with Jamison Crowder, uh, you know, Justin Herbert at quarterback, of course. So the running backs, I'm don't ask me a fucking – L.A. Chargers running back question, because I'm going to tell you just no. Just no, okay? GPP, we do have Calvin Ridley, uh, 7,800, 27, and 7,000. He's back from injury, faced Saints defense, 20th in DVOA versus wide receiver two, and he would draw a quarterback, Janoris Jenkins, this week, who has not been terrific this season. Um, But I do respect him a little bit more than, uh, and unfortunately, you know I'm a Marshawn Lattimore fan, but... Uh, he has played better, a little bit better than uh, Marshawn Lattimore. Again, Lattimore may not play. Uh, we don't have confirmation of that yet. So Julio against a backup corner uh, would definitely uh, take top spot over Ridley. Amari Cooper is next. This is, I hope I said this is GPP. Uh, 60, I believe it's 6,900. Yeah, 6,900, 21, and 5,400. Good for 12th, 19th, and 24th. Been hearing a lot of talk about wide receiver Michael Gallup, and I understand why they're looking there with the snap shares and whatnot. But if you really dive into what has happened on the field when Andy Dalton is behind center, you will see that Cooper is the better play for the Cowboys. Faces a Vikings defense that is 29th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one, 29th in points allowed to the wide receiver position overall, and he will be the guy who faces Cameron Dantzler, or his backup, if Cameron Dantzler cannot go this week. So this whole Michael Gallup talk, nah, brah, nah. I'm not doing fucking Michael Gallup. Fuck that. It's going to be Cooper if you're going to try and attack Minnesota uh, from the other end. And you're getting a hell of a value on Cooper on Yahoo and DK. So um, Cooper would actually be kind of a cash slash GPP uh, play, in my opinion, uh, if it wasn't for just the uncertainty on what's going to happen this week. So, 
Uh, but Dallas should actually have some success against this defense a lot better than the fucking Bears, of course. So I don't hate the play. Uh, Chase Claypool, 6,422 and uh, 6,100 good for 19th, 15th, and 11th. He's very highly priced. He's actually right around Deontay Johnson, which does not uh, make sense in my in my opinion because Deontay is actually the better guy to use. Um, so... But Claypool is actually in the best spot as the Jaguars are 31st in DVOA versus the wide receiver plus. I would have had 100% of Claypool in cash if it weren't for his price. And also if Deontay wasn't on the field, I would have locked button in Claypool at this price. But uh, because you have Deontay at basically the same cost as Claypool, I'll take the shot on Deontay in cash. Uh, but, you know, like I said, I'm I'm doing Ben Roethlisberger lineup. So, uh, Claypool is definitely going to be involved in GBP uh, over there. If you look at the other side of the field of, for this game, DJ Chark, 6,200, 22, and 5,700, good for 23rd, 15, and 19. He actually should be a cash play with how low his price has gotten, uh, but we just can't trust the offense here. Now, I will say the Jaguars are going to have to throw to try and stay in this game, and we know that the Steelers can be beat by wide receivers with some speed. Steelers are 32nd in DVOA versus the wide receiver one and 21st in points allowed to the wide receiver position. So there is a chance for him to go off, much like T. Higgins did last week. And how did that T. Higgins play work? Boom! Yeah, goddamn right it did. Marquise Brown brings up the rear here. 5,900, 16, and 5,800. I know, I hear your fucking groans. And I'm recording before you guys even say a fucking word. Uh, 27... Uh, 27th, 37th, and 17th. Hollywood's uh, struggles have not been on him, but on Lamar as a quarterback. If you actually watch the film, it is it, this has nothing to do with Marquise Brown himself. This has everything to do with Lamar. Dude gets open often. Jackson misses him on those throws. Titans are 20th in DVOA versus wide receiver one, 27th in points allowed to opposing wide, wide receivers. So there is opportunity here uh, against cornerback Malcolm Butler, who can get beat by speed receivers. He has played better this year. I will admit that. But this is a very good spot for Marquise Brown. Sunday night football options, I think, first and foremost, is Tyreek Hill here. Uh, $29 on Yahoo. Second highest price wide receiver. Raiders are 27th in DVOA versus wide receiver one. 18th in points allowed to the position. Cornerback LaMarcus Joyner will have his hands full here. If game stacking, I said that I don't hate Sammy Watkins if he plays, and I fucking noticed right after I sent this that Sammy Watkins is out. So DeMarcus Robinson would move up to the wide receiver two position um, technically. So if you're game stacking, he's I don't think he's a terrible play, but McCall Hardman's price actually isn't that bad. And let me see if I can pop this up here for you real quick. Come on. Come on, baby. Let's do this. Okay. So you're looking at Demarcus Robinson at twelve dollars, and you're looking at McCall Hardman at thirteen. Both are actually pretty good. Um, plays here because you'll have basically either Trayvon Mullen or uh, Damon Arnett uh, covering either or. Uh, McCole Hardman's going to be your your 
your real deep GPP, right? Because he's either boom or bust. He either hits the big play or he doesn't. Kind of saving a little bit of this for my primetime slate. Um, but I will actually have one Yahoo game stack of this game. So I would probably say that I would go McCole Hardman. On the other side, it would be, for me, it would be Renfro 1, Aguilar 2. Now, Aguilar would have more of the upside, and he did score the last time in this game. So it's going to be kind of split between those two if you're looking for wide receivers on the other end. I'm just not going to recommend them based on the matchup itself, uh, the matchups that I see uh, myself. So moving on to tight end, we got to finish up here. Uh, Taysom Hill, again, tight end on FanDuel, number one. That's why he's at, right at the top, no matter his price. Uh, that's the guy you're locking in over there. So we move on to the next guys for our Yahoo and uh DraftKings lineups. And first guy on here is TJ Hawkinson at 6,019 and 4,200. Good for third, fifth, and seventh. There is no Kenny Galladay. There is no Danny Amendola. And there is no DeAndre Swift, which means that TJ Hawkinson should be in line for increased targets this week. Panthers have started to get worse versus the tight end the past couple of weeks. They are now 19th in DVOA versus a position and 21st in points allowed to the tight ends. So the dam is breaking right there. Across across the middle. All right? So definitely something that we need to keep in mind when we're t- attacking Panthers. Dallas Goddard is next. 5,800 on FanDuel. 15 and uh, 3,800. Uh, good for 5th, 14th, and 11th. So I like the Yahoo and the DraftKings prices uh, a lot more, which is great because we're not going to put anybody else other than Taysom Hill in our tight end spot anyways on FanDuel. So Cleveland is 13th in DVOA versus tight end position and 20th in points allowed to the tight end. They've been consistently shitty covering the tight end all season, and I like his value on Yahoo and DraftKings, where he is significantly cheaper compared to FanDuel. Uh, Logan Thomas, 5,200, 18, and 3,300. Good for 13th, 6th, and 16th. I like him more as a pay down tight end on FanDuel. Uh, and DraftKings, not on Yahoo, where you are paying a bit more than you should have to. Bengals are 17th in DVOA versus tight end, 31st in points allowed to the tight end position. That's why the the price is so uh, so much higher over there. Now, I will say this. Um, in case shit hits the fan here, I will say... That if Taysom, you know, if something comes out and they totally fuck us with the, you know, where they come out and all of a sudden Jameis is starting, I'm probably still sticking with Taysom at tight end. Quarterback is quarterback. You're going to have to switch out if if that comes out, okay? If Taysom, I mean, you could leave one lineup, but it would have to be a GPP lineup. You would definitely not play Taysom in cash. Um, so just have that. Have that on notice. You'll find that out, you know, two hours before game time uh, or hour, hour and a half before game time. So just keep yourself kind of flexible. Make a couple of cash lineups, you know, make your one. um, Make your one with Taysom. This is strictly Yahoo. I'm talking Yahoo and DK. Like I said, at tight end, I'd probably still just fucking punt it and just take the points anyways. Fuck it. Um. But as far as the quarterback position, you want to you want to have the two different lineups just in case. Um, 
but like I said, I, I'm not running Taysom in cash. I'm running Taysom in GPP. So it is what it is. Uh, GPP, Mark Andrews, uh, 6,500, 20 and 4,900 first, fourth and first. So great price, great price over on, uh, on Yahoo. Really? Another one of Lamar's targets that's in a good spot. Titans are 29th in DVOA versus tight end position and 19th in points allowed to the position. There's no other tight ends here to take targets away from him. Nick Boyle's out for the season, so he is more of a cash-slash-GPP play if you can afford it, uh, but I'll let the lineup build decide if he fits this week or not. Yahoo, he's probably going to actually fit. That $20 is actually pretty good, and there's a lot of value at the wide receiver position, so you're probably going to be able to pay up a tight end there, to be completely honest. Uh, but that all depends if you like him or if you like Hawkinson, who's a dollar less, and probably uh, in a better game script and whatnot with all the injuries there. So I'd probably choose Hawk over Mark Andrews, to be completely honest with you, but I wouldn't fault you for putting Andrews in cash on Yahoo. Hayden Hurst, uh, 5,500, 17, and 4,400. Good for ninth, ninth, and fifth. Saints are eighth in DVOA versus tight end position, but 26 in points allowed to the position, which means you are TD hunting here. He has been more involved in the offense the past few weeks, so I like this spot. Uh, his spot here a lot. The only problem is that Jones and Ridley will get the majority of the targets. It just makes sense, right? It's the alpha and betas. Um, so I do like him, but I'm I'm not going to trust him in cash. I'll trust him in GPP. Uh, pretty decent price across the board. DK is a little bit hot, too high for me, but uh, Sunday Night Football options, of course, Travis Kelsey at number one. Uh, it's hard not to like Kelsey here. If you want to fit him in against Raiders defense, 26 in DVOA versus tight end and 10th in points allowed to the position. Uh, so good spot there. Darren Waller, it's not a it's a bad spot on paper. Uh, it's the Chiefs are fourth in DVOA versus tight end, 6th in points allowed to the position. But with his target share, he should get the job done in GPPs. We talked about that, that pocket right in between the linebackers and the safeties. We kind of like that with, you know, you get a more, you get a tight end that's a little bit more towards the elite side. Uh, which we respect Waller as that. Uh, he can find those little pockets and holes there. $21, um, good for second. So it's a $12 savings off of Travis Kelsey. It's ridiculous. Uh, defenses, kind of straightforward. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, 5,019 and 4,600 first, second and first. Uh, do you really think the Jaguars have much of a chance in this game? It's kind of a pay it, to me this week. It was kind of a pay up. There's a little bit harder to find value here, um, so I'm willing to sacrifice at other p- positions to just kind of get a stable defense. Uh, Miami Dolphins, forty eight hundred twenty one and thirty four hundred, good for second, first, and fourth. Hoping that Drew Lock plays with the bad ribs because that could mean a TD or two here from a defense that has really been coming on lately. Uh, Cleveland Browns actually against the Eagles. Uh, 4,617 and 3,000. Uh, there is no Miles Garrett this week. That kind of downgrades it a little bit. Uh, good. They are, did I do the prices? 4,617 and 3,000. Good for fourth, fifth, and eighth. So DK, that's kind of a great price at thir- at 3K. Uh, but it is still the Eagles where Carson Wentz has just been giving away the game <laughs> week in and week out. And the only thing that I could see, this uh, the, this has no nothing to do with my plays or whatever, you've seen that I have Taysom Hill in there, right? You've seen that I have Kamara in there. But as far as a pay down, as far as any type of turnover opportunity, um, I hate 
the New Orleans offensive line. They should have upgraded this thing, you know, the last two years uh, a little bit better. But Atlanta Falcons, 3,210. So bare minimum price on, on uh, Yahoo. 2,300, good for 20th, 21st, and 18th. Basically said, why the fuck not? And you could use them in a lineup with Taysom Hill if you wanted to. Um, I don't see anything wrong with that. You know, if you're just trying to get as many stable points as humanly possible in all the other in all the other spots, I have no argument against it. So that is it. That is uh, pretty much all she wrote here. Um, so I guess I just want to get this the fuck out of here so you can, uh, listen to this and get your lineups made, uh, find me over. I'll be over in the SI, uh, sports illustrated DFS chat over there. Um, otherwise just hit me up, DM me, Instagram, Twitter at Roy dog underscore 13, or find me on Facebook messenger, Dennis M Roy. I'm out. Peace. Good luck. Good luck.